my job is to help lead us and want to make sure we dominate. And I know for a fact that we will, but it's just going to take a little bit of strategy. Hey, this is Blake Sloan. I've been selling real estate over 14 years. Our team of highly trained professionals along with our unmatched marketing has sold thousands of homes here in the Myrtle Beach area. And this is how we do it. The bottom line is I feel that I've noticed that in the marketplace, there's about a, a threshold once the interest rates get 7%, a lot of buyers back off. They get scared. We're in this weird lull between people want to figure out what's happening. They think it's going to come back down. It might, but November, December going to be a little bit difficult for some people just based on what's happening in the market. And so my job is to help lead us and want to make sure we dominate. And I know for a fact that we will, but it's just going to take a little bit of strategy. Okay. And so I just want to kind of talk about, does anybody else feel it? Right. That the change in the market. I have friends of mine across the country right now who are freaking out. I'm not really, because I think Myrtle Beach is very well insulated. Our traffic's not that down. Some people's sales are down 50, 60%. I looked at our pending deals, right? We talked about yesterday, what, 450? They were averaging about 600 per week, and our MLS is 25% decline. It's not that bad. But you got to realize that when 25% less sales each week go under contract, and you've had agents who are the most agents we've ever had, there's going to be pressure in terms of more agents and less sales, which means what? More competition for less deals, which means what? In the near term, it's going to be painful. You got to be better. You got to have a much better skill set. You got to be much more aggressive and you got to be much more in tune to what's going on. And so there's going to be two types of people I feel that are going to come out of this, this overall market shift right now. And I think the market shifts will take a few months. I think first quarter next year will be much better because they can't keep interest rates that high that long um, and sustain any type of economy. Right. So that's at least my opinion. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on in government, the great reset stuff that could, could really skew that. But I, I do think that really you'll see a short time period where buyers are kind of just doing what they're doing now and you can still get deals. 16 last week, right? With in here, it's going to take a little bit different nuances in what you do. But there's going to be two types of people I think you're going to have come out of this. You're going to have two types. You got the people who are dominate this like Navy SEALs and the people that have come out of this like Baby SEALs. Period. I only know a better way to say that. Most of which, right, the baby seals are going to be in other places, other companies, without the leadership, the guidance, the coaching, all the stuff that we have in terms of that. I've been building myself and us for this for a long time and for this moment because it's how you capture market share. We've been in a frenzy for the past two years since COVID where no matter what happened, people were tackling you to buy stuff. People were tackling everybody to buy stuff. And so most people get lazy and fat and happy. And they get comfortable. And so when things shift, they don't want to get outside of their comfort zone so they don't make the right adjustments until it's too late. With us, we're going to make the right adjustments early to make sure that we're able to dominate. If you're brand new, this is perfect for you because you don't know any better. Now, the good news for us is most agents out there, what, 6,000 plus of them just in our local market, have been fat and happy just selling to their friends and getting deals that just tackle them. No skill sets, no discipline, no long-term really threat to be able to actually build a real business. But you got to understand that really you have to make sure that you're having this Navy SEAL mindset. What do you guys, what's the Navy SEALs like? What's most known about Navy SEALs besides being such a badass? They can handle any environment. Handle any environment. What else? They don't, they don't crack under pressure. What else? They lean on their team. I like it. What else? Doing things consistently. But if I think of Navy SEALs in general, what do you think about Navy SEALs if you watch any Navy SEAL training? What does Navy SEAL training do? And what's all those things designed to do? Mindset. Mindset. Navy SEALs have the strongest mindset of anybody in any military, in my opinion. If you watch the training, what do they do? 
They carry boats over their head. They get in the water, out the water. They have the craziest, hardest training. And so I think the number one skill set here that's most important for us to go forward in this marketplace is going to have to be mindset. The tough mindset, the Navy SEAL mindset. Not like I say I'm going to do it in front of everybody, but I don't actually do it around anybody. There needs to be a detailed mindset here piece where we're able to make sure that, hey, look, I'm very, very intentional about what I'm doing in my mindset, and I've got to make sure I'm operating like a Navy SEAL the next three to six months. Worst case scenario. Ideally, best case scenario is going to be the next two months. So you want to make sure the number one thing that's going to focus the next two months you guys have to work on and have to master is you have to have the mindset Navy, Navy SEAL, period. They're super tough. When things happen to them, they get punched in the face, get chaos, they get shot at, all these crazy things, what do they do? They keep going, they're cool, calm, collected. And so there's two types of agents, like I mentioned, Navy SEAL, Baby SEALs. Most people are going to do what? Get clubbed and freak out. They're going to freak out, try to jump ship, try to get out the industry, switch brokerages, whatever it is, to do anything except fix the actual problem, which is inside them. And so as this happens, i got to make sure I'm really, really digging in and making sure I'm, number one, I'm very, very purposeful about my mindset. Very, very purposeful about the mindset. What does that mean? Yeah, I like the word too, intentional. I'm very intentional I look, listen to. So I don't have any negativity if I'm not watching news and certain things where you're going to see the news, right? They like to sensationalize things. I really had a great lesson about this recently when we watched the hurricane and people were asking if Myrtle Beach had gotten wiped out. Myrtle Beach was fine. We didn't even actually have hurricane force winds even hit Myrtle Beach. But meanwhile, people up north thought that what? Myrtle Beach was wiped out off the map. Canceled trips here, didn't come down to buy stuff because the sensationalism of what happens in the media, that's obviously what they do to get more views and sell more advertising. And so I've got to make sure going forward in this market shift the next two months, specifically November, December, probably January too, I've got to make sure I have a Navy SEAL mindset. Meaning, I feel it purposefully every single day with positive things that make me tougher, make me better. I was just like some of you guys brand new in 2008 when I opened the company. I started in 2005. I didn't really know any better about opening the company. Everybody who'd been in the business for 10, 15 years started freaking out. They said there was no way they could sell anything. What did I do? I just figured it out and made some, some money. We did foreclosures, did short sales. We did foreclosure lists and all these things that started working. And then all of a sudden, we started being able to dominate because I didn't know any better. I was just knew I was going to succeed regardless of what market I was in. And so it comes down to that was ultimately the mindset of what it was. I could have listened to everybody else about the market crashing, or I could have just dominated and made sure I made it happen. It's the same exact thing we have to do here in this process. Okay? And I'm getting ahead of this because the market shift's already here. A lot of people just haven't felt it. People like in Phoenix, the market's off a cliff because they're a big investment place, a lot of speculation. Here, we're seeing a lot of people still relocate for second homes. So we're not feeling it as much. And we may not feel it as much, but my job is to make sure I'm ahead of the curve to help you guys lead the right way. Second most important piece here in the mindset must have long-term thinking. I don't make short-term decisions, right, based on small-time things. Meaning that I know that if I can push through the next two to three months and I can really win and I know, let's say we have 6,000 agents, 2,000 of those agents get out the business in the next three to six months, especially they have to renew their realtor membership in January, guess what happens? I want to be that one that lasts the very end so I can make sure I can get all the gold at the end. And what you notice is you go through this course this obstacle course of the marketplace as it shifts, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be different than it was before. There's still a lot of money to be made, but if you get through that, you're going to be the one at the end that's able to get all the gold at the end. 
We, people will fail at this because their mind goes crazy and they start looking for ways to escape and they start looking for the shortcut instead of just doing the disciplines of what needs to be done to make sure they keep dominating. Yeah, or blame the business outside. Very, very important piece to understand that scenario, right? Third piece of this, the mindset, I must be consistent in making sure I feel it every single day. The reason I say that and I put that in here is because it's going to be a marathon mindset. 60 days, 120 days, there's a lot of times you get scared what's going on, right? There's times when I started my company in 2008, I was terrified. I didn't have any money back then. I didn't have money to pay my employees. I think I had one employee at first and I had two. I didn't know I was going to pay them, but I knew I was going to figure it out, figure out a way to make sure I got them paid. And so that's something to make sure that you guys have to make sure this is what makes or breaks you the next two to three months in a market shift is making sure I have the right mindset where I come to work positive, I come to work consistently, I have my mind fed because I'm going to get whatever opportunities out there, I'm going to capture it up while the masses are just being led by whoever's leading them in the media, in the marketplace, whatever it is. Guess who's sold them? The ones that have the best mindset, period. Because all the successful people that were successful really right before that still are here today. A lot of our competitors, our buddies that I, went, that I was kind of came up with, still are here today. But there's thousands and thousands in art because they have the right mindset through the shift to make sure they can keep dominating. They listened to the outside and they made dumb decisions that cost them their career. Okay? And I see it in groups. I see it in Facebook groups already. I see people talking about it. I see it in some mastermind groups I'm in. And so you want to make sure you're protecting your mindset going forward. Super, super important overall. Second most important piece of this that's going to get you through the shift to make sure you guys win the Navy SEALs. I got to have discipline. Specifically, pig-headed discipline. Anybody know what that is? Pig-headed discipline. What that means is they're super stubborn, right? A lot of pigs and certain things are just super stubborn, and they just consist, and they want to eat, 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 get food, whatever it is. You have to have pig-headed discipline to get through this. There's less deals, 25% plus less deals, potentially 50% less deals, and 6,000 agents. There's a lot more hungry people out there who want to feed families who've got kids they got to feed who are working Saturday and Sunday when you're not. And so you have to take that into, into consideration in terms of how you operate where, look, there's going to be people out there that fight a lot harder than you if you're not dialed into your discipline what you're willing to do. Very, very important to understand that piece here. All right? So I have this mindset where I'm doing my disciplines every single day no matter what. You have the discipline to do what needs to be done regardless of what you feel like. Regardless of what you think, regardless of what you see around you, regardless of the fear inside, regardless of what you have going on in your social life, you have to have this piece here where I have this discipline, I show up no matter what. Why is that? Because that's going to be the biggest dif differentiator and the biggest thing that creates discipline, I'm sorry, distance between you and everyone else is you just show up no matter what. Because what happens is over a two to three month period, those days stack up. And they stack up, and they stack up, and they stack up, and all of a sudden, you have just extra one or two or three deals that gave you the confidence to make it through, and it gets you to the end of the rainbow where all the gold is going to be sitting at the end. But you have to make sure you're disciplined to make sure you control the controllables of what you do, and that's what helps you get the extra small little things, the inches, that make or break the ball game at the end. It all comes down to discipline. Do I resist that urge to do other things? Do I resist that urge to go out and party, whatever it is? I've got to make sure I have that discipline to make sure I do it. Second piece of this, which is connected to this, I have to make sure I have relentless consistency. Relentless consistency. No matter what, you show up and get things done. Back in 2008, remember in my first office we had, I would just show up every single day no matter what happened. I would stay at night till 10 o'clock at night, every night, no matter what happened. That was me. I don't expect you guys to have to work that late. 
I was building a business, right? I was trying to build the structure, the systems, the processes, the, ad the advertising, everything, and also sell at, sell at the same time. But it has this thing where relentless consistency what makes or breaks you going through this. Everyone around you can count on you and you can count on yourself. Regardless of what? My feelings. My feelings don't matter in the next three months. Why is that? Because I've got to make sure I'm pushing through this shift and I'm making sure that I've got to make sure that we make sure and dominate come out the other side to the rainbow with all the gold. Very, very, very important piece here with that. Third piece of this. This is a big one. We'll probably lose a couple people over this and we'll have people that make a big gain here is I have to outwork the average. Outwork the average. What do you think that means? I've got to outwork the average person in the business. The average people aren't going to make it through the business. It's going to clean out people who are average, who just came in and just went through the motions, and they took all this easy money, and all of a sudden they don't want to be in real estate for the rest of their career. The ones that chase the short, quick dollar are the ones that aren't going to make it. But the ones that want to have a career in real estate and be successful long term and make millions of dollars in the long term are going to make a lot of money and make sure they get through this. But to do that, you have to outwork the average person. What I've noticed in being business for a long time is it's not that hard to outwork the average person. And that comes from what? Pure effort. The time I'm putting in, the dials I'm putting in. All I know is it's very, very important to understand. So the key part here, once you guys understand, is there's two main pieces of what this is going to do. This part here is I'm going to have to outwork and outlast. The good news is from us, from a structural business standpoint, we have everything in place to do that. We have the branding, right? Obviously, we've been branding for two years now on billboards that we're guaranteed sold. So the market sold, turns, guess what? People are going to turn to. The ones that get the guarantee. Been putting massive money in advertising through all the different portals, through Google pay-per-click, through all these things to build up a big database of people who obviously will buy and sell at some point, especially when prices come down. The big difference though now between now and 2008 is in 2008, no one had any equity. So people in 2008, when the market shifted, they wanted to drop the price, but they couldn't drop the price because they didn't have any equity. They owed 300,000, but it now is only worth 250,000 or 280,000, so they were stuck. What happened in 2008, the only people that could actually sell the property were banks that get the foreclosing the property. This time's a little different. People have massive equity. And so there's going to be things that move still. It's just going to be a little bit of hesitation in a small period of time when buyers are trying to figure out what's happening. It's a small lull. And so there's a lot of opportunity to do what? Find the ones that can sell and find the one that can buy. You match them up, make a lot of money. We have lots of capital saved up to help push through this, but we got to make sure that we execute on a high level. Me as a leader and a business owner, I'm not willing to invest in people that aren't able to put all in. Third piece of this, which is very important, there's going to be weapons. You've got to get very good because why? The objections change, the buyer mindset changes, the buyer confidence has changed, seller confidence has changed. So everything from a conversion standpoint is a different universe than it was back when it was a frenzy. If you don't change your weapons and your weaponry and the strategy you have in terms of sales, you're not going to be able to win a different marketplace. The frenzy was easy. Everybody wanted to buy. Everyone's freaking out wanting to buy. Anybody can sell anything in a frenzy. Thankfully, we've been training high-level sales psychology for years now because I never really bought into that about the frenzy. You guys have the skill sets, the tools, everything you need to do so, and we'll constantly make sure we teach on that. So number one thing you got to make sure you guys are working on right now going forward is going to be your sales IQ. Sales IQ, what's that mean you think? 
Intelligence quotient, what does that mean? It's a numerical value applied to your level of intellect based on the strength of your brain. Perfect. Numerical value based on your intellect. Right? Your ability, basically how smart you are. Okay? It's based on how smart you are. And so if you look at this, this is going to come down to how smart are you at sales and sales psychology. Something that takes weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months and months to learn, you got to make sure that you're devouring everything you can, specifically into sales and sales psychology. You've got to level up your sales IQ. Why is that? Because the sales game has gotten harder. On the seller side, it's way harder, right? Because guess what you have? A lot of sellers who think their property is worth more than it actually is, and the buyers who don't want to touch that property because they're scared the market's going to crash. And so the better I am in the salesperson to, to create that, to, sorry, to collapse that gap between where the buyer is and where the seller is, is going to be the more money I make. My ability to get them to meet in the middle is going to make sure it's going to be based on how well my sales IQ is. How do I develop sales IQ? What's the best way? Studying books would be number one for you guys for sure. Studying books, done video. For you all, it's going to be books or audio books for sure needs to be number one because you got to change the way that your brain sees the world around you. Also through buying courses. The role play piece is important too. We'll talk about that. But I'm just telling you guys, the market's changing, the game's changing very, very quick. Second piece of that, I must master going forward in this. I must master psychology. I must master psychology, specifically sales psychology and what's happening here. Because what's going to happen? I have buyers who are fearful. I have sellers who don't want to sell. Because the seller has a low interest rate. They think they can just hold on to it. And they think they can get more money than it actually is worth. And so the better I am at unpacking the psychology of that buyer or seller, understanding their personality type, are they DIS or C? How do I connect with them? Like all these things matter at a much higher level right now. Why? Because the stakes are higher and there's less food on the plate. And you got everyone fighting for that same food or that same pot. Then it's going to matter how well I am at getting that out of there and extracting that overall. So I want to become what? A student. I'm just telling you, you're not going to be able to make a shift right now without making sure that you're studying like crazy, myself included as a leader. This is when you got to double down yourself in terms of audiobooks. If you don't like audiobooks, then that means you don't like money and making it through the, the overall shift, period. I don't really like them as much as I like to listen to music or something, but guess what I do like? Being successful and having money in the bank and having electricity at my house, okay? And so make sure you guys really focus on that. And the third piece here, I've got to make sure I'm really working on. This is really where it comes down to the, the role playing stuff too, is I've got to make sure I'm mastering my weapons as a closer. Being a closer right now is more important than ever. Because when there's doubt and fear and things from the consumer side, it makes it that much more difficult. And the ones that dominate the ones that are closers. Some people have natural skills in this. Some people have to learn it. And so you have to learn to frame everything I talk about, everything I do. These are what my topics are. I have to make sure I'm looking to make sure I'm mastering going forward. But I'm just telling you, there's going to be a lot of people that just get their ass beat and turn into baby seals. Many people who thought they were Navy seals. You're going to see many companies and teams who really portray a lot of Facebook that weren't actually true, had too much staff and too much things to get their ass handed to them, many of which already are.